Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. As you notice, uh, that guy is not Park Hopper John. That is our friend uh, Edward, who is sitting in. Uh, Park Hopper John is on uh, vacation. So we have a stunt double for him. And uh, that's it. So, so Edward, you were saying that you were in the parks last week, the week before? Yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't go this week. I was some stuff was repair stuff was supposed to be happening here oh, at the house. And okay. um, but yeah, I was in Hollywood Studios on Friday, and then SeaWorld on Saturday. Is that right. is that taboo around here? Yes. Uh, and then <laughs> Magic Kingdom on Sunday. Oh, then you don't want to know how often I go to Universal. And then Magic Kingdom on Sunday, and I capped it off with going to um, Gasparilla to get mm. peppermint bark because that oh, is yeah. my chance. Every year, and so I had to pick it up and, and crunch through a bag. So, of the three parks, SeaWorld, Uni, Magic, Disney, which one do you think is doing a better job COVID wise? SeaWorld, which one do you feel the safest in sanitized wise? <laughs> when it first opened, I'd say Universal, hands down. So, one thing that I really loved about Universal was in order to go onto a ride, you had to put on hand sanitizer. Mm. The person who ever told you where to sit said, here's a squirt, whatever. Twice, someone in front of me said, oh, I already put the hand sanitizer on, or I don't need to put more of that on, or whatever. Mm. They made some kind of complaint. And they said, it was a woman both times, which I'm sure it happens just so many times with guys, but said, ma'am, mm. you can either put on the hand sanitizer, or you can exit the attraction. But you cannot go on the attraction unless you put on hand sanitizer. So they made sure that anything, any surfaces you were touching yeah. were, were disinfected. Right. Um, they weren't doing that at Disney, which I didn't like. Mm. Uh, and but in terms of like enforcement and everything, I would say, um, you know, everybody's by, abiding by the rules in both of those places. Six feet, right. all that. I, I do have more people run up on me in Disney. Uh, mm. But there's a cool trick I use now. What I'll do is cough. Whoever's running up on me. <laughs> yeah, just cough. Or and turn around. <laughs> no, you look them dead in the eye. Because you can always make eye contact. You just make mm. eye contact in the eye with them. You right. look down at whatever marker they're supposed to be standing on. Mm. And then you look them back in the eye. And if you do that eye down eye thing, you don't even say a word. Don't say anything. Don't get hostile. Yeah. Any of that stuff. They all of a sudden do this weird oh, 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 scramble. And they dance back to their to their, their spot. To their dot. <laughs> yeah. And then they follow that from here on out. And don't get me wrong. Like I make mistakes here and there too. But like you can tell someone who's like, uh oh, and then they kind of shimmy back and try to find their way. And someone who's just riding your back along the entire queue of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, hey, you're a lot more subtle than I am. I'm usually <laughs> like, God, stand on it. <laughs> Seriously? You just tell them? Yeah, I'm like six feet. Do you not <laughs> understand the distance of six feet? Six feet. I'm five foot two. So this is five foot two from here to there. You're you're mm -hmm. you're in my bubble. Back <laughs> Spin around with your arms out. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I think I told the story. You know, I was at Publix one uh, one day and I was, I was getting something out of the freezer. And this, I had the door open, and I was going to select the item. This woman 
comes from behind me, reaches her hand and goes, oh, excuse me, I just want this one thing. <laughs> Dude, six feet, six feet. <laughs> Back off. Back off. Do you know what times we live in? You can't just be running up on yeah, people like yeah, that. Yeah, what what are you rubbing up on my back? Grabbing stuff out of the freezer. What the <laughs> she wanted to give me a back rub, is she? What is this, 2019 or something? Come on, lady. <laughs> anyway, hey, I have my uh, Christmas hat on. I have my, I don't know if you all can see, you might be able to see fireworks. I have my little firework uh, cannon going here. So uh, I, I pulled this, I, I don't use it often, but I, I was like, uh, there you go. I'm like, oh, I miss uh, Disney fireworks. I got my little firework cannon out. It shoots, you know, Mickey fireworks, which, you know, and it, it plays the fireworks sound. I won't do that on the show, but maybe at the end we'll play the fireworks sound so you can, you know, get that into your heart. Yeah, I want to hear the pew, 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 pew. Yeah, yeah. All right. Is it as loud as the fireworks? Because that, I don't know if I can, I'd have to. Uh, uh, let's see. It's not bad. It's like popcorn. Just put it up on the, the, the ceiling. ceiling, right? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Where'd you so get that, Amazon? Uh Lowe's. Okay. Yeah. Alright. I'm turning off my pyrotechnics. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. Uh let's start uh with uh if you don't have a travel partner, you need one. Go get one. Go find one. You know, like Woody would say, get a moving buddy. Well, you need a travel buddy. And that is our friends at Destinations to Travel. Five reasons you should have your own travel agent. One, or let's start with number five, peace of mind. You don't do anything. Let them do it. They plan it. They get it together. They'll make the phone calls. If something comes up, they change the dates, the airline changes, whatever. And in these times when you don't know what's going to happen, peace of mind. There's no way to cost. It doesn't cost you nothing. They do it all for you, for free. They get free. paid by the travel companies. You do nothing. Pay nothing. Then the breadth of knowledge. If you have questions, where to eat, where to stand, where to go, what's the difference between this room or that room? Will I get a better room rate right over here? Where's my view? Will I view the dumpsters? These people have those answers. <laughs> That's why you call them. They're advocates for any time there is a change or a problem with your vacation. You get to the resort, they go, we don't have your vacation. We don't know you. Who are you? Why are you here? Call your travel agent. They will figure it out for you. And then just do it. It's simple. You know, like we said, it doesn't cost you anything. It frees up your time. Let You want to make some of the planning for the meals? Fine. Go ahead. And let them take all the heavy lifting. So... Go get a travel agent. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, the word travel. That's D2 travel. And they will take care of all of your vacation needs. All right, Mr. J uh, Edward, are you ready to get into? I don't even know who I'm talking to anymore. I, I like I, how close I, that was. We, we've I've only done so done many damn shows. shows. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. who are you? Tell me your name. <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing here? Are right, you ready get to get on. into the news? Let's get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. 
All right. I am starting, right? You want me to do this? Okay. <laughs> are you are you blue or red? Which, which, which are you in? Oh, you're blue, huh? All right. Uh, all right. So uh, this uh, happened this week. Uh, Disney legend Tony Baxter doubles down on redoing Journey into Imagination uh, with Figment and even suggested a film. Now, this would be interesting because he wrote uh, those comic books. So, uh, you know, he is the master storyteller of this character. I think it would be a perfect fit. Um so this isn't the first time we've heard uh, Tony Baxter say that he'd come out of retirement to redo Journey uh, into Imagination with Figment. But uh, last week, he doubled down on that sediment during a VIP reception as part of the Walt Disney uh, Birthplace virtual celebration, which took place on Walt's birthday. Quote, he said, I would because to me, it's a critical attraction, he said. It gets at what we started about uh, started about childhood and is interesting when the original ride was there. The attraction, <clears throat> said Baxter, is unrecognizable in its current state. And for those of you who have seen the original since 2000, you've never seen it. So that's very interesting that it is unrecognizable, he's calling it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Disney feels about the, those... Strong words. words. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Though we called the original uh, 1983 Journey to Imagination attraction fairly simplistic with only a 13-minute ride to tackle the imaginative process, process, Baxter described as gathering input and then storing uh, storing it with your own knowledge and then using it to build new things. Thanks to some help from Robert and Richard Sherman's fabulous song to explain it, it all worked. Maybe they can come back and do some stuff. (laughs) Some songs. At least one of them can come back. Uh, Then it was somehow uh, commandeered and turned into a a nightmare, Baxter said. Wow. (laughs) I'm sure he got a phone call from some Bobs (laughs) later that day. They can't do much to him until they iron back. Maybe yeah. that's what he's after. Uh, referencing saying that the ride's 1999 overhaul to become Journey into Your Imagination. After only two years, this version was shut down for another redo. Uh, the guests complained that that one had uh, that that it took that one out and then threw Figment back into it. But the Figments that are now in it. Now, don't really reinforce the story, Baxter said. Baxter went on to praise devotees of the original version of the attraction as part of one of the most loyal fandoms ever. Strong words there. Plush sales through the roof, and I think it's over a million a year. Well, I heard, uh, you know, Figment's got this sweater on, and they're going to wind up selling that sweater. I mean, that's... Oh, like a spirit jersey. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Uh, this is a, a Baxter quote saying, I have so many friends and very valuable business associates who grew up in the time frame, and Figment is an icon to them, he said. Baxter, who has also been uh, brought on as the creative advisor for the upcoming reimagining of Splash Mountain, confirmed that he would indeed be on board with working on another attraction overhaul. Wow. Quote, this is his quote, 
I would give anything to be called upon to rethink that and get back to the story that every human being does. He said, a journey into imagination. There are creative people and non-creative people. Everybody uses it. It's just to what extent, and I think that it was really a valuable story to tell. It's certainly not told in there now, and I would love to see it get back. But no, he didn't stop there. Mr. Baxter went on to say, maybe we can even do a film, he said. That would even be better, a full-length animated feature film starring Figment. Could this be the spark that would get Disney <laughs> off their butts and bring this attraction back? Possibly with Bob Iger, I would say, but I don't think with this current iteration, it's all about IP, IP, IP. We have more mm. than enough IP. We're going to use our IP to drive our parks as opposed to using our park IP to drive other mm. IP. Yeah. I think it's just a different direction they're going to go in. I don't think these words are going to mean anything. Mm. Well, Iger's on his way out, so it would have to be Chappick that green lights this project. Yeah. Um, uh, I would like to see it go back to a better iteration. I agree this one is not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no cares. could we bring back, you know, Dream Finder, you know, to the whole, you know, walkabout? I mean, character kind of thing in the park and it was a character meet and greet uh thing you know i think a movie you know i don't know what's cheaper the redo of the attraction or creating a feature film maybe the redo of the attraction right uh but if you did a feature film starring figment and it was successful well then that could then drive the redo of the attraction you know to make it you know, blend with the feature film that you did. So the two things tie together, but you know, it's speculation, speculation, you know, and right now Disney is really not in a position to do either one of those things, a film or an attraction redo during a COVID crisis. So I I like where your head's at. I think in a mini series for Disney plus though, I think they start small instead of doing a big old feature film. They do a six series show, like what they're doing with the Muppets. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Does it catch fire? Okay, it catches fire. Now let's take the next step. Here's our feature film idea. Here's our feature film. Okay, next step attraction. Um, Or, I don't know, I'm a big fan of just put Inside Out in there and call it a day. It's Mm -hmm. Imagination Pavilion, Inside Out, done. Yeah. Well, well, that's a topic for another story, but go ahead. (laughs) Best of all, the Lion King Theater emptied for Pandora Ride Q. Festival of Lion King, a beloved fan favorite show, did not reopen with Disney's Animal Kingdom back in July, along with a whole slew of other shows. The building was presumed to have been in a state of limbo, waiting for the show to begin again. Instead, it appears as though the show building has been emptied and temporarily used as a ride queue for Avatar Flight of Passage. Festival of the Lion King, along with other shows like Finding Nemo, the musical, and Indiana Jones' Stunt Spectacular, were primarily run by Actors' Equity. Due to disagreements regarding COVID-19 testing and crowding indoors, these shows did not reopen with the parks back in July. Many had hoped to see the resort's major shows return once agreements had been met. Instead, it appears that these shows will continue to be on hiatus for some period of time. The parks have not seen massive spikes directly tied to visiting the parks, but the ongoing pandemic has put a strain on the theme park industry as a whole. The Walt Disney Company had to lay off a large portion of its entertainment cast members in October as a result. 
in lieu of indoor options, Disney has recently added festive flotillas to the Animal Kingdom. These boat-based character offerings drift around the park in form of a social distance character meet and greet. I know like Santa is mm. one of the new flotillas who's flying yeah. by and waving to people. And yeah. so a very smart idea for that park. So it's interesting, you know, everybody in the medical community is telling you to do things outside. Meanwhile, Disney's putting you inside for a queue, which I thought yeah. was weird. And number two is why don't you just build a virtual queue for this? If the line is that long, then just do the virtual queue thing. Uh, you know, that you're going to roll out in Disneyland Paris and just do that here. Uh, so I don't have to stand inside a building to get on an attraction. This makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah, it's strange. I haven't been in that. I've always waited in like a massive line that snakes through, yeah. you know, Avatar Land and then bounces out of Pandora and mm. goes down to Animal Kingdom. So I haven't seen it in the show building yet. Yeah, I, I personally hate virtual queues. I think it's a stupid stupidest way to do it if people want to wait and let them wait is my opinion i don't like trying to go to hollywood studios and finally getting a reservation and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. oh you can't ride the marquee attraction yeah that's the only thing i would say about virtual queues i don't like. well i don't i don't i don't think this one would be as bad as rise because mm -hmm. you know i i Think of it as a fast pass. If you could get a fast pass for this, then you should be able to get a virtual queue. It's the same thing. Let's call it a virtual fast pass rather than a virtual queue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just I'm make everybody rather than having people wait, just say here's your fast pass. Come back at this time. Yeah. You know. I, I don't know. I could never get a fast pass for this attraction either. So. Yeah. I, you sure. know, I, it is a good idea of hey, let's just have people go around the parks, but then is mm. there enough places open around the parks that can actually hold the capacity of the people, or is it better to put them in this space and not have mm. them floating around and touching things? Yeah. I know that was one of the big things when they were talking about Imagineering and Universal Creative about what do you do when you start doing all these virtual queues, and it's like all these people have to go somewhere. Yeah. Where I think 25% of your, your capacity is always in line at some point, and mm. now if they're not in line, where are they? Yeah. Well, to talk about the problem, the, the you know, like the studios, you know, all of the crowd eaters are done. No Indiana Jones, uh, Frozen has a limited capacity. All the things that would eat the crowds, the shows, are all shut down. Those are the things that eat all the crowds. So, you know, that park is the biggest problem with queue lines and, and where do people go? Because there's only nine attractions open and the rest of the shows are done. So, yeah, yeah. And it's a small park to begin with. It's yeah. not like Epcot yeah. where yeah. it is just... It's 300 acres. It's massive. Right. I mean, right. this thing is less than right. half that size. Right. Okay, next up, uh, D23 members uh, and uh, specifically you gold family members, uh, perk up and uh, get your ears on this one because this is uh, going to blow your minds. Mm -hmm. uh, they are changing and phasing out the gold family membership in lieu of a new plan called the gold duo plan. Uh, so D23 is the official fan club, and starting January 1st, a new gold membership plan will be launched to replace the current gold family option. The new 23 gold membership duo plan will be uh, will offer the benefits of the D23 gold membership with the chance to add a second D23 gold member called an affiliate member uh, for the same price as the D23 gold family membership this means 
that the gold members on the duo plan will get two D23 gold memberships with two personalized certificate, two member cards, and then access to uh, access each access for each to the D23 gold member to take part in a variety of exclusive experiences. In addition, the gold membership dual plan also includes only one gold member collective set and one annual subscription. So if you're like friends, but not like related and you're living in different households, that mm-hmm. could be a problem. Like who gets the magazine? <laughs> yeah. 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 I- it's a lot cleaner if you're all living together, but hopefully it's more like roommates would right. get it. You know? Yep, yep. Uh, so the annual subscription is, you know, four year. They do it quarterly, and it will mm-hmm. be sent only to the primary member of the account. Now, starting January of next year, 2021, uh, current gold members can transition to the new duo plan at no extra cost through the rest of their current gold uh, family membership term. Once that term ends, their plan will be automatically renewed to the Gold Duo plan annually thereafter. Current Gold members can also upgrade uh, to the plan for free starting January. In the meantime, Gold member memberships can still uh, be purchased or renewed through December 31st, but starting on January 1st, 2021, those membership plans will no longer be available for purchase or renewal, existing gold member uh, gold family memberships will be honored through the expiration of each uh, member's term. So if yours is going to expire soon, you may want to just renew it now and get it done with. Uh, this way you're kind of locked into it until it expires. Uh, the new gold membership duo plan is priced at $129 per year plus Shipping and handling and applicable uh, taxes and fees will be applied. If you need to learn more, obviously go to d23.com forward slash gold hyphen duo. So what is the difference between the old plan and the new plan in terms of payment? Like, is it going to be much more expensive or? No, it's it's, it's the same price. So uh, I don't know why they're re- branding and changing it. I thought the gold family membership, I, I didn't need a family membership because it's just me. Yeah. Uh, but wasn't it like if you had a family of four that your whole family could participate, but now it's only you and one other person. What if you have like four people in your family or five people, six people, you know, that all want to enjoy these events and things? How do you get them all on a plan that you can then, you know, get them to go to these events? So I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. And it also says that you get the plan uh, for the affiliate member for the same price as mm. the gold family membership. So does that mean you have to pay extra for that second person? That's <coughs> I'm not like. 100% sure. I'll have to go on the website and figure it out. Yeah, I've never been in D23. I never, it mm. kind of seemed like you're paying for the <clears throat> opportunity to pay for more stuff. So yeah. it's just a yeah. thing of Yeah. Yeah, this year, unfortunately, I just let it expire for no, right now. It's, they're not doing anything. I'm not. I'm not losing anything. I'll sign up later. Yeah. Although it did ruin my magazine collection that I had. Oh, you had an unbroken collection. <clears throat> yeah, and the, also the fact that I was a charter member. Oh, so you had a magazine collection since the very beginning. I have magazine number one. 
Wow. So what you should have done was, right, whenever you knew you are going to let it lapse, sell your entire stack of magazines <laughs> for a pretty penny. And then... <laughs> to buy another broke- membership? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Disney World testing new merchandise mobile checkout options. Walt Disney World is testing out a new way to make the Disney experience even more contactless mm. and streamlined for our current times with new merchandise mobile checkout options. At select Walt Disney World stores in the downtown Disney District at Disneyland Resort, for as long as it's open, guests can now scan items and check out their phones in appropriate Disney mobile app. The process works like this. Grab a design mobile checkout shopping bag. We, we tried this. They were just clear bags. Scan the items as you want and then add them to your bag. Tap the checkout button when you're finished shopping to, and pay on your phone. And then show the QR code to a cast member as you leave. It's your proof of purchase. So far, we know this is being tested out at the Downtown Disney District at Disneyland, Mouse Gears at Epcot and Walt Disney World, and possibly at Disney's Pop Century Resort. Once you start the mobile checkout process, it automatically opens up your Disney app and takes you through the transaction all on your phone. It even automatically applies any discounts you might have linked to your Disney account and inputs payment information you already have saved, though you can change it to another card if you want to before completing the purchase. Wow, imagine that, a Disney system that applies your discounts. I know, fantastic. Never thought I'd see it. This new addition to Disney's mobile experience offerings will only further streamline guest park-going experience post-pandemic. Hmm. The use of Disney's mobile order system for dining has increased from 9% to 84% since the p- pandemic began. Okay, it's because you're not letting anybody eat without using right. it. Okay, right. well, that's good news. For now, we'll have to wait for this test to roll out for more shops, and hopefully it becomes a regular option for park guests. Yeah, I'm down for this because I, uh, you know, a Walmart uh, had uh, the Walmart nearest me it was a superstore had this mm-hmm. when you went into the store you would get a gun and you could go with all your grocery bags and oh, you, that's you went around gun. and you not a gun gun a, a scanner sorry Stay back, six feet. <laughs> you get a scanner and then you scanned okay. all your groceries put it in the bags you went mm-hmm. to a kiosk you would scan that uh, qr code that was mm-hmm. on the scanner and that was it you walked out oh, so you never had you know, all your groceries were bagged. They were all in your cart, and you just walked out the store. And I, I thought it was fantastic. But uh, after about a year, they got rid of it because they said uh, there, there was, yeah, there was theft because of the fact that I don't think they were, they were checking. You know, occasionally when you scan the QR code, uh, somebody had to come over and they uh, would check like five items in your cart to make sure they were what they what you said they were they would Mm -hmm. tell the checkout person like scan this this and this Mm. you know but it's interesting i i'm down for this i you know have you seen like what amazon is doing with the amazon where where you can just basically walk in and then walk out and it automatically charges you based on like what you grabbed and walked out of the store with right it's a specialized cart anything you put in the cart is scanned into your cart and then it's automatically just charged to you. You have to, in order to get in the store, you have to scan the app that mm-hmm. tells them that you're in the store. You get your cart, you hook up to your cart, and then boom, everything. But I'm, I think this would be a great idea. I really do. Do we have one in Orlando? One of those Amazon stores? No, it's only in California right now. 
Oh, okay, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I like the idea too. I, I really just like the fact they're adding discounts and it just makes me even more annoyed that I can't use my discount. My discount just isn't applied when I go eat places yeah. because why not? Yeah, I know. It, it's very frustrating sometimes. Okay, if you are not, you should become a Patreon and you can do this by going to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, this is where you get three extra shows each week. You get the Extra Magic Hour, the Extra Extra Magic Hour, and the Disney Plus show. Uh, you can save 10%. And Edward, didn't you do this? Oh, it's already done. That was when you first are, uh, offered the option out there. I said, good. I don't have to worry about it every month. <laughs> right. Uh, you can uh, sign up and uh, pay annually, and you'll save 10%. So if you do it, uh, you're saving yourself 10%. And between now and the end of the year, if you uh, sign up, uh, we will send you this lovely Pixar embroidered hat. Uh, I know it says through November 30th, but we extended it through uh, December 30th. So if you join at the $10 level or above, you'll get this Pixar hat plus whatever other goodies we have uh, for the $10 level on Patreon. So go check that out. We are also running a contest. Uh, you can see there, it's kind of small. It's kingsomo.com. We have this on our Facebook page. You go uh, check out this contest. We're going to send out a nice box of uh, swag. We have some stuff that uh, we uh, are ready, willing, and able to get rid of. So go uh, check out our contest. And as a surprise, oh, yeah, join us. This December 19th at 7 p.m. at the Four Seasons lolly, uh, Lobby Bar. We are not calling uh, this a meeting or a meetup. We're just saying come out, have a cocktail, enjoy a little tapas, uh, and uh, you know, call it whatever you want. But, it's a gathering uh, of COVID-free individuals. Yeah. We're uh, you know, we figured we can't do a monorail crawl. It that would be painfully Horrible of, you know, well, first of all, the poly station is closed. I don't know how we would get out of the poly. Uh, I mean, the doors fall off all the time, so yeah. I yeah. can roll. Yeah, but uh, if you are going to join us, uh, either RSVP on the Facebook, uh, go to facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast, or send us an email at Disney Parks Podcast at Gmail and say, hey, uh, we'll be there. It's going to be 7 p.m. Uh, December 19th at the Four Seasons lo uh, Lobby. I don't know why I keep saying lolly. Here's my email, Tony. I'll be there. Yeah, I'm sure you will. You didn't miss any uh, last year, so. <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, Unfortunately, this year was a little different, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Every single last year. You missed one, though. You weren't there. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. All right. You ready? Last week, I'm ready. Edward, we had a trivia question. The trivia question was, what did Syndrome call his superhero persona before he de uh, debuted himself as the actual villain? And the answer is? Incrediboy. That's right. So yeah. he went from Syndrome, uh, well, from Incrediboy to Syndrome. His body before that was right. his, his real name. Right. I and uh, the winner is Ashley. Actually, Ashley is right here. It's uh, going in the mail this week, and uh, we'll send that out to you. All right. This one, 
Yeah, you could probably Google the answer to this, but it was what was the last movie that Walt Disney himself was able to work on before he died? If oh, you, I know it, this. This is Steamboat Willie 2. That's right. Barbosa's beginning. That's right. Look it up. Very close. Uh, if you uh, know the correct answer, send it to DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, do it by Saturday night uh, because winners are selected on Sunday. So you would like to get your answer in uh, as soon as possible. And it's what was the last movie Walt Disney was able to work on before he passed away? They don't take my answer. Yeah. Don't take his answer. <laughs> All right. Shoot. Hong Kong Disneyland to temporarily close for the third time. Disney has announced that Hong Kong Disneyland will be experiencing yet another temporary closure starting December 2nd, 2020 due to COVID-19. This third temporary closure is required by the government and in line with preventative efforts taking place all across Hong Kong. The Disney parks and its officials remain in close contact with the health authorities and the government about the situation at hand and plan to announce any reopening dates they have once it is advisable to do so. This is the second Disney park to reclose its gates due to COVID-19 as Disneyland Paris was made the same announcement recently. The resort has since shared a reopening date is set for February 12, 2021. Get your tickets ready. Mm -hmm. Bye, to France. Hong Kong Disneyland originally closed due to COVID-19 earlier this year followed by a reopening in June and a subsequent closure in July. The resort reopened for the second time in September this year and unveiled its newly transformed Castle of Magic Dream shortly before its third closure was announced. As of the time of this writing, other international parks, Shanghai Disneyland Resort and its Tokyo Disney Resort are still open to guests, and Walt Disney World is and will continue to be the only Disney resort open domestically. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. Our, I don't think the governor here is going to close anything. Oh, no. There's no way. He's not yeah. going back. Yeah. He's going forward. And if you yeah. look at the statistics, they don't support a closure. Yeah. Um, you know, that's one thing we bandied about at work about is, uh, you know, you really dive into the statistic. Don't just let the news tell you mm. what's going on. And right. FAU does some really great work with mm. aggregating the data. So that's yeah. a great place to go if you ever want to find those resources. Right. Uh, so, hey, there's some new passholder discounts at select uh, Epcot Holiday Kitchens. Uh, oh. Walt Disney World uh, passholders can enjoy a 10% off food and non-alcoholic beverages. So don't go be drinking around the world. Uh -oh. uh, when using cashless payments at select Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, Holiday Kitchens from 7 p.m. until park close. So this is the, hey... Get in the park at 7 p.m. because mm -hmm. they're dead, and that's what they're, <laughs> they're trying to get people to get to the park. So, yeah. this is from 7 p.m. to close. You can mm -hmm. do this at uh, Refreshment Port, Citrus Blossom, Malaya Kalawaki, the Hawaiian uh, Holiday Kitchen, Holiday <laughs> Sweets and Treats, uh, Shanghai Holiday Kitchen, Refreshment Outpost, Bavarian Holiday Kitchen, American Holiday Table, Sapphire Holiday Kitchen. La Charmin uh, Holiday Kitchen, Festival Favorites, Prost, Holiday Hearth, and the Yukon Holiday Kitchen. I think that's almost, it's almost nearly all of them. It's a yeah. pretty good list. So, it's 7 like p.m., a... to close, Epcot. 
it's just a very, very, very specific situation. You got to be a pass holder. You have to use cashless. You can't get alcohol, and it's got to be after seven o'clock. Oh, and this, by the way, is goes null and void um, December thirty first. Yeah. And I don't understand how they can't apply your discount normally, but they can apply it through cashless if you do this. Like, mm. how does that work? Is this is the cashless through the app? Well, here's the thing. When uh, the last time I mobile ordered, when I had my annual pass, it would apply my discount to your mobile order. Yeah, to my mobile order. Sure. Mine still sure. hasn't done that. Really? That's weird. I got to look into it. Yeah, like when I order food at Cosmic Rays, for instance, mm. it's whatever the price is. Mm. Um, maybe they don't have discounts for annual pass holders at Cosmic Rays, and maybe that's yeah, what the maybe. problem is. Yeah. It, it has to be in places where I can physically show my pass. So I have mm. to physically show it. And if I physically yeah. show it, then yeah, I get the discount. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Disneyland provides update on theme park ticket expiration. Oh, boy. Due to the continued closure of Disneyland theme parks, an update has been issued to the guests who have park tickets that are about to expire. Unused, non-promotional, single day Disneyland theme park tickets that will expire on December 30th, 2020 or March 31st, 2021 will have the expiration date extended to December 16th as opposed to 30th, 2021. Wholly unused, non-promotional, multi-day tickets that expire on January 12th 2021 or April 13th, 2021, will have the expiration extended to December 16th, 2021, and the ticket will expire 13 days after first use or on December 16th, 2021, whichever occurs first. <clears throat> so you can't use your Disney Christmas tickets to get into Disneyland next Christmas. Ew. Guests with multi-day tickets who use their first visit between February 28th, 2020 and March 13th, 2020, but did not reach their ticket's maximum number of uses, will have the 13-day expiration period of their ticket extended to December 16th, 2021. Now, that sounds like a good deal. Expiration dates on eligible tickets will be updated prior to the theme park's reopening. So, I guess they're giving themselves a window to, hey, if something still goes on, something is still screwed up, we're gonna give ourselves a foot in the door to change these dates again right i mean god only knows when they're gonna reopen fully exactly all right uh disney has confirmed that the walt disney statue that's the person uh is coming to epcot and listen there should be a statue in every park Mm -hmm. Uh, absolutely said person that created everything yeah right yeah uh yeah, so last week uh, was, well, December 5th was Walt Disney's birthday. And in honor of this legendary fellow, uh, Disney announced, uh, well, legendary fellow, Disney announced an amazing addition to Epcot. Uh, Zach Ridley, we've been hearing a lot from him lately. He apparently has become the new social media god. Mm. Uh, Walt Disney Imagineering shared uh, the exciting news on Instagram saying that uh, today, on Walt Disney's birthday, we are reminded of his legacy of hope. Walt showed us all the potential we have to dream of a life, a dream of a better future, if I can talk, and how important and special it is to bring that future to life. So as they've shared uh, D23 Expo last year, the dreamer spirit inspired to us featured a new statue of Walt as part of the new World Celebration neighborhood of Epcot in a location we are appropriately calling Dreamer's 
point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walt said Epcot will always be in a state of becoming. And it's that spirit of potential and possibly uh, inspires, possibly that inspires all we are bringing to life in the transformation of Epcot. It's a pretty good looking statue. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I, I mean, I agree with your earlier sentiment that they should put a statue in every park, with the exception of Animal Kingdom, because Joe Rody needs a statue at the front of Animal Kingdom. Does he? Does he really? I mean, if you asked him, he'd tell you he would. <laughs> I met him a few times. Yeah. He, he yeah. definitely likes to tell stories. So I'd say you oh, put a yes. statue in front of Animal Kingdom, yeah. and you make it so as a guest walks past, there's like a sensor, and he starts telling a story as guests walk past. He'd be telling stories all day long. <laughs> but that would also then be Joe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd be true to form. Yeah. Where Walt Disney, they don't have his true to form. He doesn't have uh, anything in between his index finger and no. finger. No. No. Not allowed to do that? No. No. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> the Disney point. Yeah. Live music has returned safely to the Grand Floridian Resort at Walt Disney World. Live entertainment has been one of the last things to ease back in normalcy at Walt Disney World, and as you know, around the rest of the world. But, in a glimmer of hope and pure joy, it seems that live music is starting a comeback, including a safely masked pianist at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. (laughs) Whether we're clinking wine glasses, enjoying dinner, or getting starry-eyed with the Dapper Dans, there's really nothing quite like live music at Disney. Now more than ever, the gentle twinkle of a piano and what is what the world needs. And Disney's answering the call by bringing back pianists at the Grand Floridian. When the Magic Kingdom area hotel reopened this summer, the resident pianist was conspicuously absent, and understandably so. Now, as Disney continues to slowly go through its phased reopening of the resorts, rides, restaurants, and attractions, music is back, and it's music to our ears. For the first time since the resort initially closed in March, the suave pianist is tinkling the ivories in his nook by the hotel's main atrium. Wearing a mask, it's clear that even though the piano is back, he safely remains at the forefront of Disney. So next time you stroll through the Grand Floridian to see some of our favorite Christmas decorations and no gingerbread house, be sure to pause and sit while to enjoy the tunes. I gotta admit, whoever wrote that copy was really fluffy. Yeah, they are well, really excited about this guy coming back. They have a replica of the gingerbread house in the lobby. I didn't see it. Uh, Where yeah, is it? Is it on like the I, counter of the um, check-in desk? I'm not sure. I think it's near the tree in the lobby. The it's under plastic, uh, plexiglass. Can't touch it, feel it, or you know, sneeze on it. Yeah. Uh, and I think the piano guy, if you're walking in the grand floor, I think he's all the way off on the left. Uh, kind of in this roped off area, like by the bathroom. Uh, yeah, just before. Remember, there used to be some desks over there. I think they've removed those uh, check-in oh, desks, and it's kind okay. of like a waiting area now. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Okay, yeah. I did not. I didn't. I don't remember that. I mean, I was yeah. there last week. I should know this, but yeah. uh, no, I didn't look for that. That's okay. I'm Pay attention gonna... to the details there, Edward. I'm gonna get a sharper <laughs> eye next time I flow through the Grand Floridian. All right, uh, all downtown Disney district restaurants are closing uh, due to stay-at-home order in California. Thank so God just when they there. thought they could go out, they're right back in. Oh, God, you can have them. Yep. Uh, so with this new order, all dining must revert back to takeout 
and delivery at Disneyland Resort. Uh, they are taking the order very seriously, closing all the restaurants at both downtown Disney District and its recently opened Buena Vista uh, Street expansion. I'd like to know how they got around that opening part of a park and that. I, I love it. I, I liked it. They were trying to circumnavigate yeah. what they thought was very unjust treatment of yeah, sure. a segment of population. Right. Yeah. And uh, I wish they, I, I really respect the ingenuity. Yeah. Uh, the first of the operational updates was reported by uh, an internet source, which claims Disneyland will put uh, all these new measures into place. Uh, starting today, Monday, December 7th, if you're listening to it today, uh, all Disney-owned restaurants will uh, be temporarily closed, and that means 350 cast members returning to furlough. That's what I mean. Uh, because of the reduction. Uh, third-party restaurants can fulfill carryout orders, but they cannot be consumed on property. How do they reinforce or enforce that? I don't know. I mean, if you get it to go and then you go find a piece of concrete concrete to sit on that you can't eat it there i i don't know how they're i guess security is going to tell you you can't be eating food here i don't i don't know somebody yeah. has to help us out with that one the, the milkshake's going to turn to chocolate milk if you do that yeah uh at this time retail will remain open but uh be at 20 20 capacity or lower as per the new guidelines uh, and it was also announced that the Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa will not be reopening as planned this weekend due to the stay-at-home order. I want to know how this governor plans to stabilize his economy when all this is said and done. I want to know how he's going to pay all the civil uh, people like uh, firefighters, policemen, uh, court, judges. You know, Where is he going to get those tax dollars from if people aren't open? And all the unemployment money because everybody's yeah. living off the government now because they're not allowed to work. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not like we can't do this safely. I mean, that's the best thing is, you know, he's even been shown with his task force that this mm -hmm. is being done safely and can be done in states that are doing better than you. He's mm -hmm. just choosing not to. So that's yeah. the disappointing thing is the people at home who aren't allowed to work who want to work. Right. Disney characters will soon be visiting Walt Disney World Resort Hotels. Beginning later this month, Disney characters will be heading to the Walt Disney World Resort Hotels. Mickey and friends will soon be venturing outside of the parks to visit guests at the Disney Hotels. We understand that the pop-up adventures will see the characters arrive in customized RVs. As with the in-park cavalcades, don't expect a published schedule or a direct meet and greets to be posted. Social distancing will have to be maintained. In previous years, Disney has provided characters meet and greets at the resorts during the holidays. And it isn't clear yet if this is a socially distanced implementation of this or if this is more of a long-term offering. Yeah, so they took a, an RV. Mm -hmm. They put a giant, you know, sticker on it. Okay. And uh, the characters kind of, you know, file out of this RV, you know, and, uh, you know, go do something at the resort. And then they pop back in this RV and head over to the next resort. So... It's a very interesting concept. Should it stay? I believe so. I mean, it's a very fun concept. Uh, you know, they could go from hotel to hotel. And typically they did this around Christmas time because the resorts were jam-packed with guests. But mm -hmm. I don't think they are. But I think people are coming for staycations and not mm -hmm. really going to the park. So to give them a little character experience without a formal meet-and-greet uh, I think it's uh, it, uh, 
you know, good good idea. It's, it's a cool concept. I I'm digging it. I like yeah. the idea. Do they have like the other characters in like all the windows in the RV? So like as they're driving by, they're waving to guests. And... Uh, no, but no. you can plainly tell from this RV what the mm-hmm. hell it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it it's large and it's stickered. <laughs> you know, think like Disney bus, but in RV. Oh yeah, yeah, like a wrap. It'd yeah. be cool if it took like a short bus, you know, and like every other window on the short bus, yeah. like a character was in, mm. and they could wave to you, and yeah. then they wouldn't even have to get out. They don't have to unload and, what, and do this whole thing. What happens they when their head? What, what happens when their head falls off? Then, then we got a whole nother problem. <laughs> they, they, mommy, uh, mommy, Goofy's head is on the floor. <laughs> Why is that guy wearing Goofy skin? <laughs> Uh, then the parents get to have a fun conversation. Uh, yeah. You know my story of when characters got ruined yeah. for me. Yeah. So kids can have that story as well, yeah. just a different way. No, that's not the story Disney wants to tell. Oh, man. They're storytellers. Come on, guys. Yeah. All right, Edward, you ready for some uh, headline news? Sure. Beep, 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 beep. And now, the headline news. All right, this is exciting. On December 10th, the Walt Disney Company, I think for the first time in a forever time, Uh, is broadcasting the entire Investor's Day to the internet on that day, all four hours. Wow. Are you going to watch it? Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Wow. I'm going to have it on the background of my uh, computer. Yeah, so I think it's uh, WaltDisney.com forward slash uh, investors uh, is the website. So go check that out. That should be fan, uh, very interesting, you know, talking about the numbers and, you know, what's coming, what's not coming, what they've canceled, what they're not going to cancel. So check that out. Nice. Uh, Disney debuted a these new Wishable collections, and now 100% of the sales are going to make a wish. Uh, foundation. So if you buy this new collection of wishables, just know that uh, 100% of the sales are going to the uh, Make-A-Wish. That's awesome. What are they, like plushies or t-shirts? Yeah, or? they're like little squishy, plushy things. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're cute. They're cute. Uh, it's a blind purchase. You don't know what's in it. Oh, so you have to, it's like in those bags, like one of seven or whatever, and then yes. you got to buy basically. You got to uh, keep buying them until, in order to get all seven. Exactly. exactly. Oh, awesome. Yep. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, Disneyland dining locations are closing December seventh. Uh, we heard that uh, the running store Fit to Run uh, is returning to Disney Springs at a new location, more towards the center in town center area. Uh, so they are coming back. Remember, they were down by. Splitsville, where the new M and M store is, they were next to that. Yeah, they heard that there was a spot open, and they many ran. spots open. Oh, they <laughs> wanted to make a running joke. Oh, <laughs> oh, so they ran over and got a spot. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined that for you. Oh, it's all good. Uh, it wasn't a good joke. Also, as we mentioned, Hong Kong Disneyland is closing immediately. Uh, the reopening of Disney's uh, Grand California DVC rooms is being delayed. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of interesting things in the headlines here. Oh, here's another good one. The uh, pool, the lunar pool at Disney's Boardwalk is being rethemed to now being called Mickey and Friends. 
So they got rid of the big clown, you know, thing that you used to go through. It's now going to be Mickey and Friends. Okay. I was thinking Storm Along, but that's in Yacht Beach. Okay. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Everybody called it the clown pool. It's not the clown pool. It's called the lunar pool. L-U-N-A. That was the technical name. (laughs) Not the clown pool. Well, I think they're getting away from the theming of the boardwalk, aren't they? Jeez. I don't know. Maybe we'll call it Mickey's Boardwalk soon. Well, we'll just call it Mickey Walk. The Mickey Walk of Fame. Well, we'll wanna... call it Mickey World. Why not? It's Mickey's World. It's just next to Epcot. Yep. Uh, boat service uh, has returned to the Seven Seas Lagoon. Uh, I know uh, we were out at Guys of Point having dinner. They were running boats back and forth. To from Fort to uh, Wilderness and then Wilderness to uh, uh, Contemporary, and so uh, boat services kind of back. Uh, you may want to check with the front desk, obviously, to find out some kind of schedule. I don't think it was every 15 minutes like it used to be, <laughs> <laughs> so just uh, check with them and see what's going on with that. And Geyser Point. Geyser Point is amazing. I asked yeah. you one time, Tone, what was the best quick service restaurant that no one ever talks about? And you said Geyser Point. I went there and you were 100% right. So anybody yeah. out there who wants to check out a new spot that's great, go to Geyser Point. Yep. Yep. Uh, the COVID menu is a little weird, but uh, still they have the bison burger. Uh, nice. And don't be fooled. There's a lunch menu, a dinner menu, and then there's a lounge menu. And don't uh, don't forget, even though it says light fare, don't be mm-hmm. fooled. There's some things under there that are not light, uh, like the short tutoring and things, which are good. So, I know I had some nacho plate or something there. That yeah, that's not on the COVID menu. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was. Um, next and last is a Disney World uh, released all its military discounts for. 2021. Nice. I know I was looking at somewhere the other day. I don't remember what exactly I was looking at, but it was like military uh, and like frontline first responders, you mm-hmm. know, nurses. And yeah. Doctors. They buy one, get one of whatever it was. You know? like, right. It's a really amazing thing to do. So I'm hoping Disney's yeah. done something. Similar. Yeah. These are not just shades of green room. These are the military discounts at Disney's uh, branded hotels. Uh, awesome. which is completely separate than what happens over at Shades of Green, which is one by the DOD. Um, yeah, so that's it. Uh, anything else, Edward, that we should uh, talk about, know about? No, it was, it was too quick. It was uh, fun doing the show with you again, and <laughs> you let me know when, and I will be here. Well, maybe next time we'll, you'll do it with John. Maybe that'll be a change-up. Hey, I'm fine with that. Whenever John gets back from lounging around uh where he's at tell him to hit me up and uh i'll be here on monday waiting for him all right sounds good uh don't forget if uh we don't see you in the parks we'll see you online the disney parks podcast is not affiliated with the walt disney company all disney parks attractions lands shows event names etc are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company.